I'm Colby Fedor, and this is Report to Wyoming, a K2 Radio News podcast. I'm talking with Tina Hobel Heinrich. She is the Chief Executive Officer at the Casper Area Chamber of Commerce, and Casey Wita with Fly Casper Alliance. Uh, we're talking about the impacts the Casper Airport has on our community and state, as well as the Minimum Guaranteed Revenue, or MRG, request by the Delta Airlines regional carrier, SkyWest. To kick things off, though, I ask Tina what the Chamber of Commerce is. Sure. So we're not the Chamber of Secrets. It's not nearly that nefarious. <laughs> um, so the Chamber of Commerce here in Natrona County started, believe it or not, 120 years ago. So it was started in 1903. So, I mean, amazing longevity in this community. Really, Chambers of Commerce became the norm throughout America There's a couple of truths. A rising tide raises all ships, and we're stronger together than we are apart. And I think those are pretty universal. And so as our industries and business climates grew in the United States, it was like, gosh, you know, it made really good sense to have a contractor's association, made good sense to have an automobile association, you know, all of these little groups that were defining themselves. But what about businesses that didn't fit into any other group? So the Chamber of Commerce really came about to work and to bind those businesses together, kind of all working toward their greater good. Awesome. And this is going to be a series of conversations we have. So I'll be picking your brain about all kinds of things. But today we also have with us... Casey Wita um, with Fly Casper Alliance. We're going to be focusing on that today, but we were talking just before about how this is um, a, something you're really passionate about. Tina, do you want to say more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So Cody was my first Chamber of Commerce job. Um, I have a long history in nonprofits, um, a decade in banking, so I have kind of a broader career path. But when I went to Cody, of course, the importance of air travel in that area as a gateway to Yellowstone community just cannot be understated. So it's super important there. And I had the pleasure of learning so much about air service from really uh, one of the founders of, of air service in Wyoming, Hank Coe. So Hank was very involved at the legislative level, especially concerned with air service, and just did so much good for smaller communities to get air service established and to really help blaze that trail. And so my involvement um, with Cody Aeronautics and helping their airport thrive and make sure that we had that flow of tourists in and out of our airport really gave me a nice foundation for the importance of Casper's airport. A lot of differences, but you know what? Most people don't know that we have the only free trade zone in the state of Wyoming here in Casper. So, I mean, our airport is super important and really maintaining the current level of travel so that someday we'd be able to grow even more is really critical. So for me, it's just a no-brainer. One of those things that's kind of in my chamber DNA, I know is important. I know it's important to businesses. And so I really kind of pestered my way into the Fly Casper Alliance uh, just because it's hard for me to keep my mouth shut when it's something that I really believe in. How much do you think location plays into how integral it is for our state? Oh, my gosh. I, I think location is important, but I think access is more important. 
you know, I, I think that Jackson has, uh, for all intents and purposes, they have a great location. They have the best air service in the state by number of flights and all of those things, but their access for the rest of business travelers, consumers who aren't flying to Jackson to ski or hang out in the Tetons, um, you know, for the rest of us living in Wyoming, Casper is it. I mean, it is really important that our air service stays as strong as it is and is given the chance to really get bigger legs and grow. Okay, Casey, where I wanted to start was with the MRGs. So we'll let our listeners know, post-COVID, Natrona County was presented um, with a minimum guaranteed revenue request. And that's what we'll be referring to as MRG by the Delta Airlines Regional Carrier. Why does SkyWest ask for an MRG? Well, SkyWest has the Delta connection, and I want to back up just a minute. SkyWest is a regional airline, and they fly regional flights for a number of larger airlines, Delta, United, Alaska, and American Airlines. So they don't fly just for Delta, and we are very specifically talking about the Delta connection uh, and how SkyWest flies the Delta connection for Delta Airlines. Um, the uh, all of these airlines have different contracts with SkyWest and different business models. And uh, post-COVID, when business travel uh, changed so much and people became connected through cameras and, and Zoom, uh, there was a big change in uh, how business travel happened and how people did business. And as a result of that, airline travel really diminished. It is picking up, and even at our local airport, we're almost back to pre-COVID numbers of people flying in and out of the airport. But the the, uh, Delta connection, the way their contract works with uh, SkyWest is that SkyWest flies at risk for the Delta connection, which means that they take uh, all of the financial uh, gamble on flying into small rural communities like Casper, and as a result of that, they felt that they needed uh, some security to fly into small rural communities where the flights aren't always full. And so every community that SkyWest flies into as the Delta Connection throughout the entire country, it has an MRG request, with the exception of St. George, Utah, which is where SkyWest is, is headquartered. But it doesn't matter if you're at Long Beach, California, or you're Casper, Wyoming, your community is being presented with an MRG. If your flights are full, the cost of that MRG goes down significantly. And uh, it can be nothing to very little in a community if those flights are full. Uh, We, in Casper, we have not quite recovered uh, all of our air traffic since COVID, and our flights aren't full. So we are being asked to pay an MRG and uh, to keep that flight here in Casper. I also want to note that Um, There are a lot of rural communities throughout the country that either didn't have air service, commercial air service pre-COVID, or lost their commercial air service pre-COVID. And a lot of those communities are really feeling the pain from not having the economic benefits that commercial air service brings into their communities. And their communities have put uh, money behind trying to get commercial air service back. And so if we lose, if Newtona County loses the Delta Connection, it will be very, very hard for us to get it back simply because there aren't enough planes and there aren't enough pilots and there are a lot of communities in the country 
who want this air service and have committed millions of dollars to get it and to keep it. Is it more local people using the service or people coming um, to tour Wyoming or to work in Wyoming that are out of staters? Um, what we're seeing is, you know, I visited with um, a regional representative of a local hotel and their company has planned a big $2 million investment in this hotel property here locally. And one of the reasons why the company is moving forward with that is because she can get on that flight in Salt Lake City where she's headquartered and be here in 45 minutes to manage the project. So, you know, there it's kind of, especially in the winter, it's a give and a take. It's local businesses traveling out. It's local travelers hopefully going to warmer places, but it's also an influx. We uh, have a heat map uh, that shows locations of cell phones that have come through the Neutrona County Airport in the past year from around the country. And our airport is central to getting people from all over the U.S. into Wyoming and especially into central Wyoming. I mean, there are big heat hubs around Boston, New York City, Washington, D.C., Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, and of course all the Gulf states. And I think that that's very telling about people are coming here to do business, they're coming here to recreate and to enjoy uh, the West. So, and our airport is critical and our commercial air service is critical in getting those people to Wyoming and to help develop and continue our economy. And that leads me to my next question, which was why does Casper need a flight to Salt Lake City? Um, people might argue that it's not that far of a drive, but why do you think that's important? It's really important for Casper to be connected to the two largest cities in our region, which are Salt Lake City and Denver. And uh, just for a number of reasons, to, you can certainly get to Salt Lake City flying through Denver, but it takes a lot longer and the cost isn't any different. It's just, it's still expensive and it's a hindrance. Uh, you know, Delta Airlines flies places that United doesn't fly to. It's hard to get to Casper from the West Coast if you're flying just on United. So uh, we really need to be connected. There's a, a growing med tech business in Casper and those businesses need to be connected to Salt Lake City where the regional med tech hub is. And, um, and a number of things we have uh, we did, the Flight Casper Alliance did a uh, community survey in December, and we heard from a lot of people in the community who receive health care in Salt Lake City. We also heard from a number of people who fly through Salt Lake City to for their jobs, and a lot of those people are either in health care or education. Why does SkyWest fly without an MRG for United? Well, United uh, contracts with SkyWest, so they pay SkyWest to fly to Casper. So. It's not that they fly without an MRG, it's just that United sees Casper as a hub to their connections in Denver, and so they assume the cost and the risk for flying into Casper, as opposed to SkyWest assuming the risk instead of Delta to fly into Casper. Um, during, it was during Daniel Belmont, the Director of Market Development for SkyWest visit to Casper, he kind of discussed why the MRGs become a business model for the Delta Connection and why all the Delta Connection routes are being asked to pay an MRG for the foreseeable future. Do we want to talk about that a little bit as it pertains to like how it will impact or how it does impact the economy in Natrona County? Sure. So uh, as I was stating earlier, uh, 
SkyWest, as part of the Delta Connection, felt that it was necessary to have an MRG in the communities that they are flying into because they are taking the full risk of flying into these rural communities. And this was a business model that for SkyWest would assure that they could continue to service small rural communities. Flycasper Alliance asked the state of Wyoming to do a return on investment study on this flight, and they, so they did. And that uh, study was from July of 2022 through June of 2023. And just the Delta Connection flight, not the United flights that fly into Casper, just that Delta Connection flight brought a little over $11 million into the economy in Casper, which is really another reason why it's so important to uh, keep this flight. Uh, the United flights also bring uh, money into the economy in Casper, but losing this flight will significantly, uh, we will lose money that's coming into our economy. You know, the, the current MRG ask is for the full year is a little over $2 million. Um, and for half of the year, it's a little over a million dollars, which is about $600,000 for uh the, the county and $400,000 for the state. They split that 60-40 Neutronic County, 60 the state, 40%. But the ask for, for 2024 is uh, significantly less than the money that was brought in on that one flight during 2022 to 2023. And uh, that the money that that flight brought in was 535% greater than what is being asked of the current for the current MRG. You know, Colby, I think the other part of that is because of plane shortages, uh, pilot shortages, and so many communities that lost uh, commuter air service during the pandemic, the likelihood that if, if we were to lose this Delta Connect flight, there's a myriad of places that SkyWest could go and operate it at risk and the community wouldn't bat an eye. Um, so we have that concern that it really creates kind of that monopoly. It almost ties our hands that if we want to get out of Wyoming for business, for recreation, our only option is going to be either to drive to Denver, which I don't know anybody who's made that drive that really loves it, <laughs> pay for parking, typically pay for a hotel, um, and then travel after that initial pain. Um, the other concern is truly that if United has control of our market, what would prevent them from raising prices or really having complete control of our pricing here in Casper, because really we wouldn't have any other options but driving. Yeah, when we uh, did the study through the state of Wyoming, the consultants who uh, did that study for us noted that uh, United would probably not be as disciplined in their pricing as they are now. Competition is, is a good thing, and it, our prices, because we're a small rural community, our prices are already high, and um, they'll be higher if we don't have competition. Um, the Flycasper Alliance and uh, the airport, they did a case study on what it costs actually to fly to Denver and Salt Lake City. And unless you're you know, one or two, you know, more than a couple people flying, it's significantly cheaper to just fly out of Casper. For example, to fly to Denver costs 
four to five hundred dollars more on top of your plane ticket. And if you have to spend the night in Denver, that doesn't include the cost of a hotel. And to fly and to drive to Salt Lake City costs six to eight hundred dollars more to, to drive to Salt Lake City than just to fly out of Casper. And again, that doesn't include a uh, hotel stay. So I have a really cute anecdote. This fall, we went, uh, I went with a friend to Washington, D.C. I flew out of Casper. They flew out of Denver. Um, so they drove from Cheyenne to Denver, paid to park their car, paid to stay the night before because we were on an insanely early flight. Um, so I fly out of Casper. We come home from that trip, and I think it cost me $42 to get my car out of parking. Um, and my friend who had flown out of Denver paid 280 dollars in parking fees and so just the conversation that like oh my gosh that was so painful like and they parked under the covered parking and you know the the whole comment was man I'm not sure I would pay to do that again you know and I wonder about lines and would you say the experience I haven't flown out of Casper I have to be honest so I've only been here over a year but what's the experience like in the Casper airport it's so chill. I mean, in Denver, you're going to park a mile and a half away. You're going to pray that your car is there when you get back. Um, I can remember just, I always check a bag. Not many people do. So I dropped my bag and then went in to go to security. And it was like a four block walk to get to the end of the line. And then, you know, you're like a rat in the maze for 45 minutes getting to the security checkpoint. And then it's another run because it doesn't matter how early you are. If you hit that rush, that early morning, everybody's catching flights. That uh, TSA experience there is brutal. So flying out of Casper, um, it, it's a completely different experience. You know, people are cordial. It takes maybe 10 minutes. It takes maybe five minutes to walk from the parking lot. And that's if you're at the very end of the parking. Um, don't have to worry about your car getting stolen <laughs> or hit or, you know, uh, vandalized. So, yeah, it's very different. Yeah, it's so much easier than any major airport. And as Tina was saying, people are, are nice and they're helpful. So if you are running a little bit late, you pull up the, to the curb and run in and check your bag really quick. They're going to give you a little grace here where in Denver they're towing you or giving you a, a ticket. to uh, You can't just leave your car and run in and, and check your bag. So right now the flights, well, let me back up a minute. It sounds like if we get ridership up, that could significantly reduce the MRG. Is that that's, correct? Yes, that's correct. And that's one of the things from a Chamber of Commerce perspective and a business perspective. I think there are so many things that have Casper right at what's called the tipping point. You know, so there, we're just right on the cusp of so many great things happening. This morning, the chamber staff and I went to the Wyoming Sports Ranch and signed the beam. You know, we know that that project is up and moving. We're right on the cusp of making that go. We're about to host our first NJCAA, so the National Junior College Athletic Association Basketball Championship girls basketball championship here in next month yes march next month and we have that this year and next year we and already have the rodeo and how important that is and we're also still in the running to be the future home of the reno air races so there's so many things that were just right there 
But so now is not the time to cut costs. And, you know, now is the time to continue to roll those dice. Probably not forever. If all of these things happen and we really catch that momentum, then you're right. You know, the MRG will either decrease drastically or go away altogether. And then that would really show a return to pre-pandemic air service. Is, do we need to get the ridership up to about 80, 85 percent full in order to start seeing that MRG come down? Yes, it needs to be at around 80 percent before it will start to come down. And for listeners, uh, if these numbers are right, um, right now they're about 55, 60 percent full on average? That's correct. We're, you know, we're close. We're not uh, far away from getting that uh, MRG down to a dull roar. And as Tina said, you know, we've got over $100 million worth of projects in the works of things and people that can really boost our economy. And they'll be using uh, not just the flights out of Salt Lake City, but also the flights out of Denver. And uh, it will really help commercial air service in Casper. The other thing that's really nice, Colby, is those air travel trends are on the up. They're increasing. So it's not something that we're watching them do the death spiral. So um, it is really heartening to know that they're trending in the right direction. And I think it's important to note that SkyWest doesn't bill the county unless the flight isn't profitable. And then even then, they only bill the county for the amount that falls under the budgeted amount. That's correct. Okay. Um, So some months, maybe it's less than expected, sometimes maybe more. That's right. What are you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Last year, we there were a couple months where uh, we exceeded the the budget and paid very little MRG, and then other months where we didn't make that goal at all and paid almost the full amount of the the budgeted MRG. If you're looking historically about what pre-pandemic ridership looked like, so we were just under that 95,000 riders. That's um, in-planing and deplaning throughout Natrona County International Airport, right? So after the pandemic or during the pandemic, 2019, 2020, we were seeing under 80,000 riders. And so last year we saw 84,000 riders. So we are seeing that trend toward pre-pandemic numbers and pre-pandemic ridership really starting to get close. We're growing about 15% a year. So from 2019, between 2019 and 2022, we saw about a 15% ridership. And then this between 2022 and 2023, we saw another 15% increase in ridership. And I think that the airport is probably on a track just in the short couple of months we've been in 2024 to consider con- continue to see increased ridership. And that would include the United and the Delta Connection flights. What did the study find where it looked at the um, license plates parked at the airport and a chart um, showing actual members from each town in Wyoming? Yeah, so uh, the airport does a study of uh, where people are from in Wyoming every day. And in uh, 2023, 61% of the people with cars parked in the parking lot, it was 61%, followed by Fremont County, and then also followed by Converse County. And then when you take out um, Neutrona County out of those numbers, uh, Converse, 
Fremont County is the next highest ridership, and that, of course, is Riverton. And Converse County, which is Douglas, is at 18%, uh, followed by uh, Campbell County with Gillette, Johnson County with Buffalo, and uh, Sheridan County, which, of course, Sheridan. And then, but you can see in these pie charts that nearly every uh, county in Wyoming uses the Newtona County Airport. Okay, and then in the December survey asking people um, if the Delta connection left Casper and wouldn't return, how they would feel about it. So there were a lot of different responses, but what about the, the people that would feel devastated? What kinds of things did they have to say about that? Yeah, it was, it was interesting because a number of people had uh, wrote comments that it would be de devastating, it would be devastating to the economy, it would uh, cause them to not get the health care that they need, they wouldn't be able to see family. Uh, but overwhelmingly, people really felt that it would really hurt the economy in Natrona County and Casper if the Delta Connection went away. Mm. And then people would be flying to Denver, you said, and what other, in Wyoming, what other big airports are there? Well, the, the Teton County, the Jackson Hole Airport is the next largest, well, they're larger than we are in terms of number of flights and number of people that go through their airport. But it's an entirely different economy because it's completely tourism based. And we are uh, the business heart of Wyoming in Casper. So our airport, while we have tourism and people leave Casper to uh, go visit other places, the bulk of our ridership is business ridership. So it wouldn't just be devastating for Natrona County, it's a statewide issue. It's a statewide issue. Okay. Yes. And we'll see what happens is it's almost like a leakage. So the northern part of the state would typically travel in and out of Billings, Montana. Um, and you and I both know when you fly somewhere, you're going to spend money eating there. You're going to spend money filling your gas tank there. So it's not just the actual flight. And then probably from Casper down, we would be forced to drive into Denver or drive all the way to Salt Lake to catch a major airline. And with the weather that we have. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. really risky sometimes, driving all the way to Denver in the middle of winter. And, Salt Lake yeah. City. It's, it's a safety issue. You know, we have students, local students that go to school in Salt Lake City as well as in Denver. And uh, to, reach it, to reach another big hub airport is a real problem for people in Wyoming. Whether it's Denver, Salt Lake City, Rapid City, Billings, uh, we don't want to lose that commercial air service. And that really is the model for modern air service. It's that hub and spoke. So in order to get places with United, they're going to drop you into one of their hubs, gather everybody together and put them on a flight. So, you know, the, the likelihood of being able to fly nonstop from Casper to anywhere other than Salt Lake and Denver is zero. What are you guys doing to try to promote ridership? Well, we're doing a lot of marketing. We're doing social media marketing. We've contracted with a, a marketing company that uh, SkyWest uses to promote our flights in areas where uh, rider people come to Casper from. So we're focusing that on Phoenix, Las Vegas, and Salt Lake City. And uh, we're also doing uh, some uh, local uh, cable and um, streaming uh, advertising to reach people who aren't necessarily on social media. And uh, the SkyWest, the 
Delta Connection has uh, given Flight Casper Alliance some funding to help market the flight. The other thing that I think is just really important is local media like you. You know, thank you so much for the invitation to come and have this conversation today. Because it is through these conversations that people develop a deeper understanding um, and don't feel like they're being canoodled through some kind of an ad campaign. You know, this is real conversation. It's real impacts why it's important to us. And these experiences wouldn't happen without these invitations. So thank you. Yeah, to me, it's a no-brainer as well. You can choose to ride or not, but it is important to have the conversation about the impacts for sure. Has this been a concern for quite some time, even before 2019, the MRGs, getting them, or is it? Well, prior to COVID, Casper had not had an MRG request since the early 2000s, and namely because all the flights in and out of Casper were uh, profitable, making money for the airlines. And as I said earlier, the uh, flight patterns changed during COVID, and so post-COVID, Casper was asked to participate in an MRG. And it's, because it's become a hot topic because it is a big ask. It's a big lift for the community. And it's, so it's a new expense. And people don't understand why we're being asked to pay this, especially, you know, they, they go online and they look and see that, you know, SkyWest is a billion-dollar company. Why are they asking communities to pay for the flights? And it's all about flying at risk, and it's it's not a straight line, easy math problem. You know, you've got all these varying expenses, fuel. Uh, it's been really hard to keep pilots because uh, once a pilot becomes a captain, the larger airlines reach out and hire them. So SkyWest is constantly having to replenish the uh, pilot line uh, to keep pilots in these planes, and. Um, so they just had to go to a, a different business model to keep pilots and planes in the air and servicing the rural communities. And, and that is what SkyWest does. They are the, the, one of the regional carriers in this country that uh, keep small communities uh, connected to the rest of the world. When will the public start to see this decision actually starting to come to fruition? People discussing it, would, would it be the council meetings? Well, the uh, the county commissioners will uh, vote on it first because that's just the way it's set up in, in Wyoming. And uh, that will be in late April, and then the city council will be discussing this in, I'm sorry, the city council, the commissioners will be discussing it in late March, the city council will be discussing it in late April. And we're also having conversations with Converse County, correct? That's right. We're having some conversations with Converse County. Uh, we are not having any conversations with Fremont County because they have a commercial airport. And uh, we we don't want any community in Wyoming to lose their commercial air service. And uh, so we're not uh, trying to take away any of their customers or advertise in their space. What about at the legislative level? Um, I think I saw you at the legislative lunch here or the forum in Casper, right? Because I remember hearing this. Um, what can they do? So the state right now, uh, and with the agreement with our county, the state pays uh, has agreed to pay 40% of the MRG requests. How that will end up at the end of this legislative session, I, I don't know yet. But uh, for now, the state 
pays for 40% of the request and the county pays for 60%. And then there's there's room within that county number for other organizations to come in, like the private sector, the city, uh, other, like I said, other groups to come in and help the county's burden to pay that MRG to keep that flight here. And one thing I wish I'd asked earlier when I was asking about why now, is it set in stone that if if we cannot get the MRG for the airport, that Delta would take its services elsewhere? Absolutely. 100%. And they've been very blunt about that. Uh, when Daniel Belmont was here, he actually referenced, and, and you can see it all throughout the media, that there are literally communities who have cash waiting hmm. just to get the eye of a commercial airline. That's how influential it is in terms yes. of business and local impacts. Yeah. There was an article that Oregon Public Broadcasting put out on Sunday, I think, talking about uh, Newport, Oregon, wanting to get commercial air service, and their business community is backing uh, vouchers, flight vouchers, to get that uh, commercial air service back. So, so what that would do is that the business community is saying, we guarantee that we're going to buy X number of seats in our community to bring a commercial commuter flight back to uh, Newport, Oregon. Was there anything that I didn't ask that you guys wanted to touch on? Well, again, thank you for having us today and letting us come talk about this and why it's important, not just for uh, Neutrona County and Casper, but for the entire state. I think it's just really important to realize that the flight brings more money into the community than the community is paying back to SkyWest for the MRG. And it really does keep option open for a lot of travelers, both business and recreational travelers. Um, you know, it really does stop that required bleed in and out of Denver. And a lot of these economic projects that uh, various groups in Casper have uh, are working on to bring to Casper, such as the Reno Air Races and uh, the Shooting Range, the, the uh, Wyoming Sports Ranch, all of those are dependent on having uh, reliable and consistent commercial air service in this community and having access to more than one major city. And uh, we won't, Casper won't be able to bid on those kinds of op economic opportunities if we don't have access to Salt Lake City and Denver. This has been Report to Wyoming. I'm Colby Fedor.